Thank you for visiting the Sanctuary Fellowship. We pray the following message will be encouraging to you. For more information about us, visit us on the web at www.sanctuaryfellowship.org. Listen in as we start taking away the layers of religion and discover the joys of a relationship with the Creator. All right, all right. I want to start with a word real quick in John 15. And you don't have to turn there. I'm going to read it to you real quick. It's, it's Jesus talking, and, and, and this is powerful. Listen, listen. He says, I am the real vine, and my father is the farmer. He cuts off every branch of me that doesn't bear grapes, and every branch that is grape-bearing, he prunes so that it will bear even more. You are already pruned by the, by the message I have spoken. Live in me. Make your home in me just as I do in you, in the same way that a branch branch can't bear grapes by itself, but only by being joined to the vine. You can't bear fruit unless you are joined with me. I am the vine. You are the branches. When you're joined with me and I with you, the relation intimate and organic, the harvest is sure to be abundant. Separated, you can't produce a thing. That's your scripture dose for this morning separated you can't do a thing but when you're in me all right here's my quote this quote is from a book i'm reading vision of the house and and here's the quote the holy spirit of god is crying out for his people to get in their places to get plugged into the outlet that he designed as a conduit to his power the local church When we are plugged into the outlet, that power will flow through us to touch and change lives. Amen? Amen. Father, anoint your word. Father God, open our hearts and minds to receive, Lord. Let us be changed. Let your power flow in and through us, Lord God, from the youngest to the oldest. There's still more to do. We thank you, Lord God, in Jesus' name. Amen. I love to listen to sermons. I know that might not be one of your hobbies, but I love listening to sermons. I like, I like the way other people bring the word. It's kind of like study for me. You know, I, I, I listen to the way other people minister. And I love it, you know, when, when um, I, I love to see all the different kinds. And, and I like the ones that are, you know, the, the, the heavy breathers. And, the, and, and I, I, love to, I just love to see how everybody does it differently, you know. I love to see how, how people could just be really quiet, you know, and then when they come to the word it's like and then uh, what the spirit says uh, and and you know just get crazy for an hour and a half screaming and you wonder like where does that come from wow you know and everybody brings it different i love you know you could you could tell those people that are that are um just really strict and by the book and conservative and they'll come and there'll be a 16 page dissertation on the eschatology of the word and they'll just break it down steady by the notes still never changing their emotion never changing the tone of their voice but just very very straight and and amen that speaks to people right but i wish i could have heard jesus preach Right? And, and many times I confess throughout the years, I've tried to imitate people. Because, you know, when you're first starting out, you know, I've been in this game and, in, 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 you know, doing what God has called me to do for, for 12, 13 years now. And in the beginning, I just imitated people. You know, I wanted to be T.D. Jake so bad. I, I wanted to have my handkerchief and I wanted to be tied up in a suit and sweating. And I got that part down, right? <laughs> I sweat. 
I got that part down. But I just, I wanted to be like, like the, these people that it seems like everything say, they say is so deep. Right? And, and it seems like, and, and what I'm learning is that really, really that's an attitude of the listener, not so much the, the speaker. Because if, if in your heart you, you're a listener then, and, and you're really thirsting for knowledge, then when, no matter what somebody says, you're going to get, oh, mm. Right? It depends on the, on the listener. And so, you know, I could just say, you know, this morning, and, and, and the veil has been torn, and God is good. And to some of you, I heard that 40 times. But to the listener that's hungry, it's, mm, the veil has been torn. Ah, oh, You don't need nothing else, right? If, if you're coming hungry, you know, if you're that kind of listener. But anyway, I, I, you know, I wish I could have heard Jesus preach. Because in, in 1 John, it says that in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. So Jesus was God. So Jesus was the word, so the word is the message, so Jesus was the message. So imagine hearing somebody that is the message give the message. That's got to be hot, right? That must be powerful. He could just walk up and say, boo. God, how did you know all I needed to hear today was boo? How how did you know, Lord? Right? Because he's the message. I got my T.D. Jake prop. Amen. He uses like a washcloth. This is a little ghetto, but, but that's all right, bro. Thank you. Thank you. We got to start someplace, right? All right. So anyway, I figured, you know, when, when Jesus preached, I, I was looking at some of his sermons, and he switched it up a lot. But, but really, you know, most of the time he didn't have a three-message point with nine sub-points after each point, you know. And, and he really didn't. He just told stories. Right? And he would go around and tell stories. And sometimes they were rough. And sometimes they left people scratching their heads like, what was that supposed to mean? And, and sometimes there were, you know, there were these parables that he would just drop on people. But, but there were stories that they could identify with. And there were stories that kept on preaching long after he was gone. Amen? So if it's all right with you, you know, if I'm going to copy somebody... If I'm going to emulate somebody, if there's somebody that I want to be like, you know, if there's somebody that I want to do what he did, it's going to be Jesus. Amen? So if it's all right with you, I just want to tell stories because I, I, I'm a, I love to tell stories. Amen? So allow me to share with you today a modern day parable in a message titled Wireless Christianity. Yeah. Some of you idea with just the word wireless, you were feeling it, right? Because you know everything's gone wireless, right? Look at my microphone. No wires. Amen? Otherwise, I'd be tripping. I'd be, right? Wireless. We've gone. Your cell phones, wireless, right? How many, let's go way back. How many remember your car phones? Who was cool enough and had enough dough back then to have a car phone with the cable that you would actually answer in the car with the cable? Hello? Anybody remember those? Big, gray, gray, ugly phones. How many of you remember your, your remote? This is way back. The remote controls for your TVs had wires. Some of you don't even like, nah, you're lying. Anybody remember that? Thank you for not letting me be a liar today. Remote controls for your TVs had wires. Check that out. How many of you remember remote control cars, right? Anybody like, I used to love remote control cars, right? 
but I always got the cheap ones with the wire. How I many you know that's a whack gift when you get a remote control car with a wire? Because as cool as that thing is, as fast as it goes, you got to be behind it. You got to, whoa, look at my car, look at my car, it's remote control. You might as well have been pushing the thing on a string, right? What's the point of having a remote control with a wire? Everything's gone wireless, right? Wireless phones, wireless car phones. We have wireless internet and wireless routers. The other day was so cool. Jesse, me and Sal were up here working on something, and, and Jesse was waiting for him in the car, and Jesse was on the internet in the car in front of the church through our wireless network. Come on, that's, that's obnoxious, ain't it? But that's cool, right? I mean, everything is wireless. We've even... They've even, you know, one area we haven't been able to do yet, but they're working on is wireless electricity. That's something long, long way ago, but they're working on it. And so it's no wonder, you know, that the mindset has entered it even into our spirituality. It's no wonder that, that we can even start to think about wireless Christianity. And what does that look like? Christianity with no connections. Christianity, church with no cables, church with no responsibilities, church with no accountability, church wireless. Come on. Christianity that says, you know what, if I show up at a place and I don't get a strong signal, I'll just find another Wi-Fi spot someplace. I'll go where, where, where I feel the signal is stronger. But it's no connection. Come on. So here's my parable. The local church is like this power strip. Oh, this is good. This, I love it already. The local church is like this power strip and all the members of it extensions off of it. There's my parable. If I was cool like Jesus, I could just walk away and it'd be over. But even, even with Jesus, he took the disciples aside and he explained it, right? A lot of times we read, you know, he tell a story and then the disciples are probably next to him acting all religious. Yeah, oh, that's deep, right? But then when they went back to the, to the room with him, they're like, what was that? What, what's with the seed and the rock? I don't understand. And so then Jesus would break it down. We'd read it in the, in the Word, right? So I'm going to assume you're those the kind of disciples and let's, let's explain it. See, when connected to the source... I'm plugged into the wall over there. When connected to the source, it has the power to do anything. Anything. This little power strip has the power and the ability to literally build an entire house. It has the ability to literally build and frame out an entire block of houses. Everything in the power from this little strip. There's nothing that you can do when you're connected to this source and this source is activated. Come on, that's deep. This is not a garage sale. This is, um, I wanted to show you some things. This is a, a drill. This is a, a fan. And this is a, a radio. And this is a, a light. Isn't it, isn't it amazing how easy it is to identify these things? Here we go. 
They're all created for different purposes, correct? Not many of you would attach this and listen to it. Right? Because you wouldn't expect FM or, or CDs to come out of here. You wouldn't expect this to be an MP3 player, although everything is an MP3 player nowadays. But, but I'm pretty sure nobody's working on a drill that's an MP3 player. That would just be ridiculous. So, so you look at this and you'd, you'd automatically understand that it went here, that it, did, it was created to do something. Right? You'd see the purpose in this thing. We'd see the purpose in a fan, in a radio, in a drop light, all created, you know, for different reasons. But if the source is not connected, it's useless, ain't it? If this drill, as excellent as, and this is a pretty good one, it's made by skill. As, as good as it's designed, as good as it's created, if, it, if it's not connected to the source, it, it can do nothing. Amen? It's a glorified hammer. We can just... It can do nothing if it's not connected. So isn't it funny how we can see, um, we can look at something and know that it was created for something. But every day we look in the mirror as we do our hair and brush our teeth and, and, and somehow forget or somehow push aside all the complexities of our body and how incredible we're designed and forget that we were designed with a purpose as well. Isn't it something that we could all have the clever, the, 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 the ability, the smarts to look at this and say, I think that's a drill. Even those of you that are mechanically challenged, those of you that can't hang a picture in your house without calling somebody. I'm not looking at anybody, so nobody get offended. But we can all tell that this was created for something, right? It's obvious. The drill is used to build things. It's used to put up walls. These stages and, and a lot of these walls and doors were put up with this very drill. In the right hands, a drill can build the entire framework for a house. It, it's a home builder. Listen, church, some of you were called and designed to be home builders. I saw a bumper sticker yesterday on a car that blew me away. It said, real men raise their children. Ooh. Some of you were called to be home builders. Amen. I love that. I wanted to chase that guy down and just shake his hand. So you're a man, not only for, for believing that, but for showing it and for bringing it and for running around all over town with it. You know, that must bring, be, make men angry when they see that bumper sticker. I know I'd be like, oh, you know, if, if, it wasn't, if I wasn't doing what I, what I was called to do. Amen? So a drill, you know, so some of us have been called to be home builders, but you haven't been plugged in. Or maybe you've been plugged in someplace, but it hasn't been activated. A fan. The season of appreciation for fans is, is right upon us. As you can see, by the way, I'm sweating. And a fan is an incredible thing, obviously designed for a purpose, correct? And a fan, you know, you can turn a fan on to be refreshed. A fan can cool you off. A fan can provide a breeze. It helps us endure the heat of a season. There are fans that bring in cold air, like, like this particular air conditioners. There's fans in there that bring in cold air. There's fans that are exhaust fans that take out impurities from the air. There's fans that are used. Listen, listen, family. Some of you were created and designed to bring comfort and encouragement to people just like this fan problem is you haven't been plugged in or you've been plugged in but you've never been activated 
The radio, you guys know that radio all too well. This is an issue that I always have. The radio, you guys know, is a messenger. A radio is designed to bring something that was prepared someplace else and deliver it to everywhere that the signal reaches. Come on, that's deep. A radio is designed to bring a signal, to, to bring a message that was created someplace else and deliver it everywhere that the signal reaches. It's, it's created to transport and broadcast a message. The problem a lot of us have is that we have it tuned to the wrong stations. Amen? And so we're hearing the wrong message. But, but understand that it's still a messenger and it's still broadcasting a message. I know this is a side sermon, but, but this is a bonus. I won't, I won't charge you for this. If, when you have this tuned in, it's all about the numbers. It's all about what numbers you have it tuned to. And when you have it tuned in, it's you change the messenger. Right? And so, you know, so many of us, we have that thing tuned into things that are bringing... Listen to me, and let me say this real nice and clear and easy for our young people. If the song has to be edited to play on the radio, you're listening to the wrong message. Thank you. If the song... (laughs) has to be edited, and it's funny because I, I hear all the kids that hang with me, and, and they'll know all the songs, and they'll be like, da, 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 and then they'll come to the part and go, da, 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 ba, da, ba. what goes there? What goes there? And not like you didn't say it, right? It's not like it doesn't make you say it. So you're listening to the wrong message. Please, young people, hear me. I'm not trying to be legalistic. I'm not trying to bring condemnation and bring law. I'm just saying tune into the right messenger because if you listen to the wrong messenger, you're going to get the wrong message. And too many of our young people have the wrong message. And that's why, that's why we do the stupid things that we do because we're listening to the wrong message. Okay, that's a different message. Sorry. I changed channels. The light. The light. Without the light, all of this is useless. Because without the light, the radio won't find the switch. And without the light, the drill can, won't, won't know where to plug in or know what to do. The light is so important. Amen? <coughs> this particular light, I, I love this. This particular light is called the drop light. Not because you drop it. But because when you plug it into the source, it lets you take light wherever it is that you need it. That's cool. It even has a hook, so you hang it. You take it where it's needed, and you hang it up so that it can bring light where it's dark. Amen? The beauty about a drop light and the... the, 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 the awesome thing about the design of this is that not only does it bring light, but if you notice the way it's designed, it also has an outlet. Oh, thank you. Somebody's feeling, somebody's listening this morning. It also has an outlet. So not only when you take the drop light somewhere do you bring light, you also bring an opportunity for them to plug in. You bring the power to the darkness where it's needed. Amen? 
Family, we might not all see ourselves as drills. We might not see ourselves as fans. We might not broadcast like radios, even though I, I, I believe that we are. But we were all created and we all have the characteristics of this drop light. Without a doubt. A drop light brings light where it's needed and it brings opportunities for others to plug in. If the local church is like a power strip, side note, the local church is not a power trip. It's a power strip. See, one thing that we should note about these things, these power strips have a surge suppressor. Oh, this is good. See, when one thing that you plug in there tries to take more power than the others, it trips. And nobody gets power. And it renders the power strip or the local church useless and powerless. If... If one thing, see, all these outlets have the same amount of power available. So the circuit trips. Okay, so if the local church is like a power strip, it's a place where you get connected. It's a place where you can plug in and have power available, not only to discover and to find purpose, but also to, to to, to operate, to do something. Right? What's the point of having the drill plugged in? On video, that's nice. What's the point of having this drill plugged in? Just to look like Bob the Builder? Can you fix it? All right. The kids are kind of useless. I wasted that joke. Sorry. But what's the use? You you understand what I'm saying? What's the use of having this plugged in if it's not going to do anything? And too many churches, and I know you've been hearing this saga from me for weeks, too many churches are full of everybody that wants an outlet, they want a position, they want to be plugged in, they want to be members, they want to be part, but they don't want to do anything. They want to be drills and radios and fans plugged in, wasting outlets. See, it has to... The, the, the incredible thing and what we really have to understand is that it has to stay connected for it to work. Some of you, we're used to, we're used to plugging something in like our cell phones, like our laptops. We're, we plug them in overnight. If you remember, I know some of you don't. And you're always walking around with the warning light on your battery. Beep, beep. Because your cell phone, right? Anybody? Right? Amen. So we're used to plugging things in, charging them up, and then disconnecting them and forgetting all about it because we have some temporary power. And so we can run around all day with our laptops, a couple hours, with our cell phones, a day or two, depending on how cool the phone is, with our iPods, a day or two, right? Because you have them plugged in, charged up, but now you don't need to be plugged in. The difference is at one point or another, you will need to be plugged in again. You will have to plug in again. We're still decades away from wireless electricity. I I thought in my head that was totally ridiculous, but then I said, wait, before I say that, I better do a little research and make sure. And so I put in wireless electricity on the internet, and believe it or not, we're working on wireless electricity. There are actual companies working on wireless. The, The problem is they have to find out how to get the current through the air and into a device without killing somebody. (laughs) Kind of a serious problem, right? I wouldn't sign up to be the test dummy for that one. Go ahead, plug it in, plug it in. Bah! 
they have to find a way to get it to jump through the air and hit the object that it needs to and not the people. So that's still decades away, I think, wireless electricity. It's still not an option. And church, wireless Christianity is still not an option. It's not an option. We can't benefit fully from getting charged up on a Sunday once a month or once in a while or whenever the battery's beeping low. And you guys know when the battery's beeping low. We start making bad decisions. We start not thinking things through. We start feeling a certain way. And all the while, it's that, that nagging little, you know, when the, when the phone or it just goes, doo-doo, doo-doo, doo-doo. And some of you guys know your lives are like that. You, you live your lives like that. You get a fix whenever you can. You say a little prayer. You read a little word. You stop by a church and grace them with your presence and throw a dollar in the offering. God bless you. Just to get your battery charged up so you can keep going and make, keep, keep going on your own strength. That's not an option. Listen, watching church from home is never the same as being church. I thought that was better than that. Watching church from home is never the same as being church. Because when you're watching church, the church is in front of you. You're not the church. But when you're being church, then you're the church. The church is in you. Full power, 110 volts running through your spirit. Amen? See, Jesus said, I'm the true vine. He's the true power. If you're plugged in and the power is flowing through you, then you can do all things. But you won't bear fruit apart if you're not plugged in. The local church is like a power strip, and then the members of that church are like drop lights. See, we're called and designed and created to get plugged in, and then like a drop light, like a drop light, got, got scared for a minute. I was going to ruin my whole joint right here. Like a drop light, we're designed to take this thing where it has to go. You bring it to the darkness. And you put it someplace where it's needed. See, we're designed that that's the role of the church. The role of the church is not, is, is not um, this is the, the only outlet. The role of the church is to, is to plug into the church and then take it out. But staying connected. How do we do that? How do we stay, how do we plug in and stay connected? Church, that's what uh, um, extension cords were made for. Oh, come on. I love this particular one. Check out how cool this is. You've, you've plugged into the source. You've, you've brought the light to where it needs to be. But, but now there's so many around that, that need the light. There's so many around that are still lost, that are still in darkness. So that's all right. Hook me up. Hopefully you won't be the one that gets electrocuted today. Amen. And, and see, you take the power. Now look at this. Look at the beauty of this thing. Oh, come on. Come on. Full power right here. Four more outlets for you. Full power. 
You know what's awesome, what's incredible about it? The same power that's available in that wall that's coming through this extension cord, that's coming into the local church through the Father, through the Son, that through the Holy Spirit, that same power that's, that's available in these outlets is available in this outlet, and it's available in those outlets. And, and understand that if we start just wiring this thing everywhere, if we start just wilding out with extension cords and, and just, you know, and just start connecting things and just start, I wanted like 19 drop lights, but I couldn't get it. And I, I didn't want to, you know, spend $80 on drop lights just for an illustration. But I, I hope that you, you understand and you get the point. See, once that thing plugs in and then now I got the same power available right here with Sergio. And now Serge could take, Serge could plug in his drop light there and he can take it to the street. Amen. So what's the problem then, church? See, the, we have plenty of light in this building. The problem with church and church people is that we bring the wrong end to church. <laughs> we bring the wrong end to church. We, 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 we keep the other part and we bring this to church. And we in church. Yay! I'm here in church. Light belongs in the darkness. Amen? Light belongs. So you're bringing the wrong end to church. Keep this part out. Take it out into the world and just plug in. Make sure that you're plugged in. Amen? We're going to pray. I I don't even want to. We're going to stop right there. We're going to pray. I think that's enough picture for you. Amen. Thank you. Crystal clear. Crystal clear. You said, tell somebody I'm a drop light. Can you, can you imagine if you took that seriously? I'm a drop light. What does that mean? That means I could plug in and take that home and at home shine. And, and anybody that comes to my house, be, before, before I'm able to connect them to the source, I, I have outlets in my house. <laughs> Because I have the right end at the house. I have the other end plugged in at church. Amen? Let's stand for a moment. Sometimes you break a light bulb. Ooh. Let's stand. I'm going to ask Gary if you would come and pray in a moment. Church, what's the use of having all of this power if we don't do anything with it? Let me speak to all the drills. Start to build something. Start to use the gifts that you have and start to do something with it. To all the, the, the fans, start to encourage. Start to, start to use the, the, the things that you have that God has given you to blow fresh wind on somebody. Start to, to use your fan to, to, to remove the hot air from people. Start to use yourself to make people comfortable. To encourage people. To strengthen people. Radios. All the radios in church. Listen, just plug in. Tune into the right station and then start to broadcast. 
The word of God says the kingdom of heaven is prepared for those that prepare for it. Church, what are you preparing for? What are you preparing for? Why, why, why fight to get a, a spot in the outlet if you're not going to put it to use? Amen? And I'm so excited to be in a place to have a, 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 a local church and to know of other local churches that we're working with and so excited to be with where there's no, it's, there's power strips and not power trips. Because I'm excited because I get the same power when I plug into that 110 that you get. And so that means I don't get more than you get. Isn't that good? And, and, but, but you know what? But I'm the pastor. I should get more power. No. I'm here to serve. Jesus came to wash feet, to be a servant. So for, he said, yeah, I came for the sick. I came for the broken. And that's what we're here for. And that's what you're here for. So I encourage you as we pray right now um, that, that you would bring the right end to church. That you would stay connected. Understand that when you're going through things, when you're getting those warnings, that your battery's blinking, when, when, when that stuff, when the bad decisions come and the depression and the, the, the last thing that you need to do is to stay away. Sometimes we tell ourselves, right, I, when I get it all together, I'll come to church. You can't get it all together. You're running on battery. Do you understand? You're running on borrowed time. Before you know it, you'll make decisions that will never allow you to come back and plug into the source. And some of you might still feel like that today. You might feel so condemned. You might feel so unworthy. And, and to you, I'm extending the drop light. And I'm saying, come. Come this morning and plug in. Come plug in this morning. There's an open outlet. Look, it still works. Amen. Whoa. I could be corny and say, don't let your light burn out. But I won't. But that's a picture, ain't it? That's a picture, ain't it? Let's pray. Let's bow our, bow our hearts. I, I just felt the Lord saying to pray first for those who will choose to respond to this message. Because God has a purpose and a destiny for every one of you. Maybe you've never plugged into it. Maybe you've never heard from the Lord. Maybe you think that going, being a Christian is just about showing up in a church. It's got nothing to do with just showing up in a church. It's got to do with God filling you with His glory and His power. And anointing you. So that you can fulfill everything that he has for you. I want to pray first for those who are saying, God, use me. I don't care if you've never done one thing for the Lord. This is about your heart. This is a heart issue right now. I just feel that you just need to take a step of faith right now. If that's you, I'm going to ask you to... Come into the aisles, come forward right now. Because if there's just one, 
God could do mighty things to you. If that's you, if you're saying, God, use me, I'm available to you. I'm going to plug into the fire and the power of God. I'm going to wait. I believe there's more. There's got to be more. We have more than few sinners in this church. If you're saying, God, use me in my job, use me where I go, use me in my family, God, anoint me. I'm going to ask you right now, come forward as a sign between you and God. I'm going to ask you to come forward right now, right now in Jesus' name. Don't let your destiny be wasted. Don't let God's purposes in your life fall to the wayside. And don't sit in your seat because you're embarrassed. I'm going to wait one more minute because I believe there's more. I believe there's more of you. I want to be available to the almighty God. each one who's standing before you, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, for a mighty army of warriors, Lord God, who have been washed clean by your blood, Lord God. I thank you for a holy remnant, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, for the church, Lord God, who are here loving each other, Lord God, committed one to another, Lord God. So I pray right now, Lord God, that you would begin to stir up the gifts that are within them, oh God. Father, let your power, Lord God, the fiery, powery presence of the almighty God, let it begin to touch you right now. Right now, just open up your heart and you're going to start to feel the Lord. You're going to start to feel his presence flowing through you because that electricity is real. That power source is real. You can, you're going to begin to even feel it. So, Father, thank you, Lord God. I pray your anointing right now. If you're on the ministry team, if you have the badge right now, just begin to anoint those who are here. We're going to have impartation right now. Begin to impart. If, you're in the, if you have a badge on, begin to move out and begin to impart into God's people. Let the power source that's in you begin to move into, into those around you. Father, we thank you, Lord God. Release your presence. Release your presence, Lord God. God, use us, oh God. Use us, Lord God. Send us, oh God. 
We are available to you, Lord God.
church. If you've plugged in today, understand that the fullness of God is in you. The fullness of God is in you. You can't get more next week. You, you can't get more. You can't lose. The fullness of God is in you. The challenge now is to stay connected. The challenge now is to bring light into a dark place. The challenge now is to keep one end plugged in to the source and run wherever it is that God would have you go. And bring that power and bring that same 110, that same source to those around you, to those in your family, to those in your communities, to those in your jobs, to those all around you. Stay connected, church. I encourage you, please, don't, don't, don't ever let the signal on your, on your computer screen change from the plug to the battery. Because then you know you're running on borrowed time. And then you know you don't have full access. You don't have the full power. You don't have your full functioning capability when you're running on battery. Stay plugged in. Whatever that means to you, stay plugged in. There's no such thing as wireless Christianity. We love you. We're here for you. We'll open the doors again Wednesday before 7. If you still need more, if you still want to get plugged in, be here Wednesday at 7. If you're going through things, if you need prayer, if you need a destiny word from God, meet me here. Meet God here on Wednesday. And we'll wrestle together. And we won't let go until he tells us something. We love you. Be blessed. Have an awesome day. Stay plugged in. Stay connected. In Jesus' name. Amen.